Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Derry Davis here at Higher Heights Ministry Center, right here in the city of Danville, Virginia. You are about to hear a phenomenal message. I want you to subscribe and I want you to share it and be blessed. Hello, welcome into the special edition of our 24th General Convention. This is our podcast series. From every single night of the convention, we're going to have each speaker's message right for you to go back on, to eat on for time to come. So sit back and enjoy our 24th General Convention. The topic that I want to leave in your hearing is... Death is not the end. Death is not the end. Subtopic, and that's where I'm going to start. Making sure that you are dead. Turn to your neighbor and say, you should be dead by now. And then the topic, the theme of the conference is I shall not be defeated. But in order for you not to be defeated, you have to die first. (laughs) The book of Romans is an epistle or a letter written by the Apostle Paul. He wrote it roughly about 56 to 57 A.D. It was written to the believers in Rome at that time. This epistle is foundational in nature. Topics such as salvation and righteousness and faith are covered in this letter. In chapter 6 of Romans, Paul had to correct some erroneous teaching that was spreading throughout the believers It was believed that the grace of God was expanded the more sin was committed, which is error. That you cannot expand the grace of God by sinning. So when Paul started this chapter, this letter, he started with the question, the rhetorical question, shall sin... Or shall we sin that grace may abound? Lord forbid. But what I want to talk to you tonight is the subtopic. Making sure that you are dead. The mistake that people make about death is this, is that they consider death to be an end. When they see someone die, they're gone. But the reality about death, and especially for a believer, is this, is that death is not an end point, but death is a transitional point. It's a transitional marker. And usually what occurs is when a person or when something dies, it dies, but then it becomes something else. So we see here in chapter 6, verse 5. For we 
For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. That word old man in the Greek is translated anthropos. It just means a human. So don't think, women, (laughs) that it says the old man. It's referring to the old women. It's referring to everyone that is human. Amen. That the old man has to die. And see, when I'm thinking about the theme of the conference, it is impossible for us to be victorious unless this old man dies. What is the old man? The old man is the old ways. The old things that we, sent, we tend to gravitate to. Amen. This is what Christ died for. But God's plan from the beginning has been to do what? To destroy. To destroy. The body of sin. So that we do not become a servant of sin. Now, I want you to understand what sin is, because some of you, some of us are thinking about sin in the sense of killing somebody or shooting somebody or cursing somebody out or committing adultery or cheating on somebody or being mean to somebody. But let me give you a simpler definition of sin. Sin is disobedience to God. Sin is not following the instructions of God. Or what, what is it if, if God tells us something and we don't do it, then what is it? For him that knoweth to do good and he doeth it not, to him it is sin. And we have been in need of things and we have been in need of blessings, not just that we can flaunt it around, but because we need God's blessings to live. But yet we've been in this cycle of defeat. That's why some of us are have been experiencing cycles of defeat in our life. That's why this is such an awesome theme for the conference. Because we have to declare, we do have to complete, declare out of our mouth that we shall not be defeated. But yet, we cannot experience victory when we are not dead. My God. So there's just a few points that I want to just submit to you. We already covered the first one. God uses death as a transition and not a destination. Look at Jesus. Even Jesus, the son of God, died. He knew his assignment. He knew his purpose. But yet even his will had to be dealt with. The Garden of Gethsemane. He had an encounter with his flesh. Could have been for the first time 
my God. And he caught himself and said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. See, we have to understand that the will of God is the primary focus of everyone. That should be the primary focus of everyone that is a believer. And sometimes we try to justify things and try to dress up things that we desire. And then we call it God. I want this, Lord, because I'm going to bless you. Or I'm going to do this because, and I will bless your name. But there's not a compromise that's available to a believer. Especially when nothing belongs to us. Did y'all understand that nothing belongs to us? Your house don't belong to you. Your car don't belong to you. Your money don't belong to you. Your wife don't belong to you. Your husband don't belong to you. Your friends don't belong to you. Nothing belongs to us. So what is this? What God does, though, he allows us, he entrusts us with things. That's why ministries and churches, that's why God is shifting, shaking things up in the kingdom. Because ministries have been taking possession of things that do not belong to them, of people, of souls. Didn't God say all souls are mine? Talking about how we have to be dead. Nothing belongs to us. But God cannot entrust us with anything if we are not dead. The Bible says that no flesh shall glory in his presence. No flesh is going to glory in his presence. See, and this year was so critical in our lives because we have been able to see clearly. That's why they've come up with so many uh, uh, sayings for the years over the years. Uh, everything's going to be fine in 09 and uh, you're going to be straight in, in 2018 and all, you know, all that stuff. That meant nothing, just rhymed. But when they said 2020 is the year of clear vision, my God, they weren't lying. We have seen, and we have seen clearly some ugly things, things that we have ignored over the years. Look at our society. Do I have to speak about in our society? And it seems like the virus is just an indicator <laughs> of uncleanness. It's amazing the, how the Bible says that we have to keep our hands clean and a pure heart. And then we have to clean our hands and wash our hands. Look at the correlation. And now we can't be in the vicinity of everybody. That sounds like sanctification. Uh-oh. <laughs> when being around the wrong person will contaminate you and disqualify you from being Keep your distance. But see, we cannot do those things if our flesh is still alive. 
See, the problem that we're having is that we're having too many bouts with our flesh. We're having too many bouts with our will and our desire. But we have to kill the flesh. We have to destroy the body of sin. Shall we sin that grace may abound? God has prevented things from happening to us to give us an opportunity to kill this flesh. Another thing that happens is that you become better. You become better than what you were. Even Lazarus. Lazarus was better after he was resurrected. Jesus waited four days. Four is the number of seasons. So while you're in the season of your death, my God, God is planning to supernaturally resurrect you and you'll become greater than what you were. Because when Jesus resurrected Lazarus, they saw, when they saw Lazarus after he was resurrected, they saw Jesus. Attention was brought to the kingdom and to Lazarus. He was a better person. Even Jesus, going back to Jesus, after he was crucified, he became glorified to the point where he now sits at the right hand of the Father, literally sitting next to God himself. But that would not have occurred if there was not death. See, we have to die. This old man has to die. Our ways and our will and the instructions of God must be compatible with God 100%. I look at King Saul. I just taught on that. Reject, don't reject God's word. See, some of us are rejecting the word of God. We're rejecting the word of God when God is telling us. When God tells us to go somewhere or to not go somewhere, or when God speaks through a man or woman of God and speaks words of encouragement or speaks instructions or encouragement, or when God says to fear not, and we fear. What is that? And understand that fear is a choice that we make. Fear is a spirit that we should not receive. So if God tells us to do something, why are we fearing? What it is, is that we have tapped into our carnal nature, which does not have the ability to follow the instructions of God. This is why we have to set a date, the funeral date, the date of execution. My God, if we want to not be defeated, we have to kill the flesh. We can't be so passive. Some of us are too passive. If someone step in your foot right now, you might not be so passive. Some of us, it wouldn't be like, like, 
it, we don't say hallelujah. Oh, oh, thank you, Jesus. Ah. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't say that. Amen. So that 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 means Pastor Beard, I mean Bishop Beard, something, someone's still alive. That old man, the old man, is still alive and kicking. But I assure you, anything that, any blessing, any plan that you have, that business that you have planned, that marriage that you have planned, that purchase of the car that you have planned, that purchase of the house that you have planned, that job that you want to get, that you have planned, if it is not being led or you're not being led by the spirit of God, it will defeat you. There's some things that have not manifested in our life. So we have to question whether or not was it Come on, now you, we can do an inventory. We have to do an inventory of where we are at. Did God tell us to do that? It's okay if he didn't and we made a mistake because God is merciful. He loves us. And sometimes we publicly display what is the blessing of the Lord. I know, I, listen, the message comes to the preacher first. First. So I've done things or I've experienced thinking something was God and it wasn't. But in this season, we can no longer make those mistakes. We are no longer in the infancy stage. Or infants cannot survive in this environment. Because how they talk about how the last days were coming. This is the last days. Right here. So some of the things that we've been falling prey to or privy to. Because of our immaturity. God is not, a, he's not allowing it in this season. And I submit to you. Probably get in trouble for this. Some have passed on because their assignment was up. But some have passed on because the assignment was not fulfilled. A little sobering. I, I, I know. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's... That's, not, that's not exactly a shouting moment. But it is the truth. That if you miss your intersection of purpose, if you are too slow when it comes to the things of God, when God tells you to go forward and you're hesitant, first that's an indicator that the old man is not dead. And then that's, that's going to be the point where God does not promote you. God does not advance you to where he wants to take you. Because you're not mature enough. Because, you're, because our character does not fit the level and the plateau that he wants to put us. See, God is always working on our character. 
I don't care how many times we shout in the building. Does your character reflect the shout? Does our character reflect the praise, the house that we go to? Are we experiencing the higher heights? Or is it just a namesake for the building that we go to? Are we listening to the sound of deliverance? Or is it just a name? Heard of someone say that some of the leaders are into the garb and into the priestly garments. But it's really the fig leaves he compared the garments to the fig leaves what are we hiding what are we trying to dress up because Adam put on the fig leaves when he realized that he was in the wrong place with God the garments the priestly garments cannot hide flesh that's still alive you can't hide the heart the carnal nature can't hide the thing that God wants dead and is still alive. God sees all things. God knows all things. This is the season where God is expecting us to kill that flesh once and for all. How many promises have we made? I'm going to go on that fast. Uh-oh. I'm going to, this week, I'm going to fast this week. I'm now I'm going to fast. I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up um, vegetables. Yeah, I'm not going to eat any vegetables. That's it. <laughs> and and um, fruits, fruits and vegetables. Your fruit snacks, and make sure you get your fruit snacks. And then that's that's your Daniel's fast. We make excuses, but God, the world don't accept excuses. Your job don't accept excuses. We don't accept excuses from our, our loved ones, our wife and our husband, if they were cheating on us. I'm sorry, I just had such a weak moment. I couldn't help it. What good is that? You still committed so why should God, why do we expect God to accept all excuses? And just think of all the millions of excuses that he receives on a daily basis. Many are called, but few are chosen. It's not that God doesn't choose, but we disqualify ourselves from being chosen. Because the blessings of the Lord are yea and amen. So if someone is disqualified, what did they do wrong? It's not never God. It's never God. I want to end with my topic. Death is not the end. And even though God is telling us to die, even though he's telling us to give up what we like, to give up the things that we desire, 
to give up those things that we want. It is not the end. You have to die. But there's a blessing behind giving up what God wants you to give up. We have to die. Jesus had to die or we wouldn't be here. My God, we have to die in order for the blessings of the Lord to manifest, in order for us to experience victory and not defeat. We are not defeated because we're going to die. <laughs> Set the date. Set the time. My God. Death is not the end. My God. Death is not the end. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. If you would like to make a donation, you may do so via Cash App or PayPal at DallasonHHMC or HigherHeightsMC at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to like and share. And if you would like to stay connected, please subscribe to our podcast. Also, please follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Or visit us in person. We are located at 236 Parker Road in the great city of Danville, Virginia. If you would like to get to our ministry, please click on the link below. Thank you again and enjoy your day.